Hey guys, before we begin the episode, I just wanted to add this on here. Um, at a certain point, we are going to talk about Zodiac, and I know there was some more recent news that came out. And this, so this was re- this was recorded prior to that coming out. So we didn't touch on that before anyone wants to get on my case online. <laughs> just letting you know. So without further ado, here is the episode. Warning, today's episode will contain graphic imagery and unnecessary comic references to such things. But in the meantime, welcome to Media Pod Smash. Oh yeah! think I fear what comes next? Get real. You? That was me! Aww. <laughs> All right. Yes. Uh, so it is deep into the Halloween season already. Hope you guys are enjoying the marathon. I am, of course, Jeremy Jordan. I am joined by Ryan and a special guest, Nicholas Pepin. Hello. Hi, guys. Hello. So today we are diving into the world of serial killers. Hence the disclaimer at the beginning. Uh, things might get a little dicey as far as conversations go and topics Uh, it might get a little graphic so just a warning um we're going to talk about some of the serial killers that we researched and uh maybe get into some discussions but first i think it'd be awesome to lead off with a game gotta have a game right for every halloween show oh hell yeah (laughs) so this game you guys might be familiar with. We played it back on episode 100. It is the serial killer quote game. Oh, yeah. Everyone so, likes that. Yeah. I really tried this time. I tried to really get into the heads of these sickos and, and come up Ooh. with some quotes that'll fool you. I uh, hope it works out a little better than last time. Probably not, but we'll play it and have some fun. So of course, the premise of, is for you guys to tell me if you think it's from a real serial killer. Uh, bonus points if you can tell me who the killer is, and uh, it, or if you think it's from me. So I'll give you the quote. Uh, Nicholas, we'll start with you. All right. All right. Here's the first quote. That is my ambition, to have killed more people, more helpless people than any man or woman has ever lived. Hmm. I'm going to say serial killer. That would be correct. And for Um, bonus points, who said it? uh, Samuel Little. It was Jane Topan. Is that how you pronounce that last name? Topan. Topan. I'm not familiar with her. Okay. So 
one point for that. I think she was like 1900s, like early 1900s serial killer. Oh, yeah. All right, Ryan, here's your quote. Oh, you think I fear what comes next? Get real. You? That was me. Oh, <laughs> okay. Nicholas. She looked so beautiful that evening. It was almost a shame to kill her. Uh, that would be a serial killer. Uh, I'm going to go with Bundy. It was actually me. Oh, yeah. What, what was that quote again? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was, she looked so beautiful that evening. It was almost a shame to kill her. Go ahead and isolate that. <laughs> um, Please do not do that. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, hopefully um, this never comes up in my future. Yeah. Here we go. I was literally singing to myself on the way home after the killing. Serial killer? Yep. And any guesses as to who said that? One more time. Can I hear it one more time? Sure. I was literally singing to myself on my way home after the killing. Oh, Albert Fish? No, it was uh, David Berkowitz, a.k.a. Son of Sam. Oh, what a nice guy. Yeah. I wonder what he was singing. <laughs> uh, singing in the rain, just like in the clockwork orange. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, Nicholas. You can sum this world up in three words. Death, destruction, and chaos. Hmm. Serial killer. No, that was me. Oh, oh man. <laughs> I'm not doing so well this time. All right. I'm really happy with myself so far. Uh, Ryan, my consuming lust was to experience their bodies. I viewed them as objects, as strangers. It is hard for me to believe a human being could have done what I've done. Serial killer? Yep. God. <laughs> uh one more time. Uh, okay. <laughs> My consuming lust was to experience their bodies. I viewed them as objects. As strange. Yes. Mm. Nice work. I was just, I wasn't sure if you mentioned female. Uh, so I was like, ah, yep, no. Okay. Just that, that settles just things. It. <laughs> this guy thought they were things and, but he liked men. Right. Right. Did he kill any women? Was um, men? Or is it all men? Dahmer? Dahmer. Mm. No, I think it was all just men. Ooh, young young boys. Well, Milwaukee Bar boys. I think young men, like not necessarily. And I don't know how many of them were underage, but underage being like, I don't think any of them were like you know under twelve or fourteen. Oh yeah, they were. Yeah, they were high school. Some of them probably had fake IDs. I'm sure, and yeah, they were younger. Uh, All right, we have a couple more quotes here, Uh, Nicholas. We serial killers are your sons. We are your husbands. We are everywhere. And there will be more of your children dead tomorrow. Uh, I'm going to say you said that. No. Oh, man. It was Ted Bundy who said that. Oh, yeah. Ted Bundy. It's just not your night. No. All right, Ryan. Their Their biggest mistake was in thinking that they could take me down. I'm God. You'll never catch me. Was that the Zodiac Killer? No, that was me. Oh, what did you do? <laughs> um, I said that in reference to that night that we were in Eagle. 
when oh. the when the, the media tried to interview us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Did okay. You, did you kill somebody when we weren't looking? Uh, Don't no, say yes. No comment. <laughs> no comment. Okay. A little Halloween flavor there. Yeah. Uh, all right, Nicholas. She isn't missing. She's at the farm right now. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna say serial killer. Yep. Um, I'm not sure if you know of this one, but Robert Picton. It is not. Uh, I could see why you would think that. I do. I saw. He, I came across that name during my research, so I could see why you would think that. But it was Ed Gein. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, but Picton, that was the farm murderer guy. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry. We'll come. We'll, oh. Okay. We'll get... Sorry. Okay. <laughs> All right. I have one last quote here, um, and that is. For you, Ryan, I saw some titillating imagery in a magazine as a young boy, and it spiraled from there. Uh, serial killer and Ted Bundy? No, it was me. <laughs> oh, you, wait, what? Uh, well, oh, the, so, you, uh, so you're just making stuff up. Yeah, I never actually... It's weird because serial killers, like, really said it, you know? Like, right. Like, did it. So it's just like, I don't know, I just always assume you did it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I did see some titillating imagery as a, in, a, in a magazine as a young boy, but it, didn't, it didn't spiral from there. Yeah, we're still yeah. doing that. It, there was actually a, a little point that I wanted to bring up because I was I was listening to I listened to a lot of stuff I probably should not spend as much time focusing on. Sure. With with last podcast on the left. Okay. Yeah. But they were talking about Bundy recently. Uh, well, I think I'm catching up on old episodes, and so they did a they did one on Bundy, mm-hmm. and and they talked about him like saying it was the porn, mm-hmm. and and you know and and how there was a, a certain subset of people who like lobbed onto that, and they were like, look, it's porn, and it's like, yeah. okay, listen, if porn created serial killers, uh-huh. every man from the age of twelve would become a serial killer right because like right what i mean whether we consume it later in life or not yeah. every one of us comes across it at some point and goes "Ooh, <laughs> sure right but uh, you don't think that in some way if, if that is already like in your brain it, it doesn't do it it doesn't accelerate those things in the same way that like natural born killers didn't create any more serial killers no i think i think there's a way to create serial killers Mm -hmm. um adding porn into that mix doesn't help it okay but i think in in the the same way that like grand theft auto doesn't create car thieves sure yeah you know Mm -hmm. um you know watching a violent movie does not turn you violent like there's been countless numbers of research Mm -hmm. and hours and hours upon research that show that violent video games and violent movies do not increase violence in children. Right. It, it, it comes from how they're raised. I mean, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and the type of environment, I mean, a lot of serial killers um, have some very severe trauma put upon them from their parents Mm -hmm. or they were dropped on their head or kicked in the head or, you know, there, there's trauma there that, you know, when you take somebody who's already broken mm-hmm. and you add in a broken system, you're going to create things that you're going to create a broken person. Yeah. You yeah. know, so, you know, 
a well-adjusted person can easily, you know, enjoy a, a bit of pornography. Mm-hmm. Thank or a, God. <laughs> or a violent movie here or there. Right. And go about their normal life. I mean, think about think about it. If just viewing porn turned you into like this violent killing monster, like mm-hmm. and not even men, women. Women look at porn too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. You just yeah, for sure. You'd have you'd have armies of monsters. Yeah. So armies yeah. of porn. <laughs> mm-hmm. armies of porn <laughs> who doesn't like a porn army it sounds yeah. hot. <laughs> hot 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 I'm sure there's a, a film of that title out there somewhere <laughs> um, so before we get into our, our killers uh, I guess I, I should ask the question I, that I have always kind of pondered and that is um, what is the fascination like why, why does America have this obsession I mean, we've got media about it. We've got documentaries, you know, there's movies. It's obviously people love to consume this media. Uh, I mean, I think it's because <laughs> it's scary. It's unknown. It always hits close to home. I mean, there, there aren't people that are like killing people in space stations in outer space. They're like down here killing everybody down here. So, I mean, we're all fascinated about fucked up things. I mean, yeah. But uh, how often I mean, do you see a serial killer outside taking out the trash and you know there's dead bodies in there? I mean. Just I think like it's just, see every day. I think it's not just I mean I think serial killers are are like one of the biggest taboos that are still out there. I mean, you know, there there's not a a single serial killer who's been gone on to be like the president, you know. Right. <laughs> at least that, that we know of. At least that we oh, know. Oh yeah, of. right. <laughs> um but I I mean I think it's the fascination with true crime in general. I mean, mm-hmm. look at look at um look at all the document look at how many documentaries go to Netflix and Hulu and you name it, whatever streaming services out there. I mean, mm-hmm. there's just this, this fascination with, I mean, I keep seeing commercials on Hulu right now for the, the, that company that was pushing all the, um, the one, the one drugs that got everybody hooked, the, uh, the drugs that they keep that that Brett Favre was a, a oh, opioids. Pain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 There, there's a whole documentary or a, a fake movie, not a fake movie, but a movie that they're making about the opioid crisis because, yeah. like, it's you know companies doing this or doing that. I mean, look at look at the true crime podcast list on any one uh, directory. Yeah. There's hundreds of them. Yeah. You know, and it's it's not just serial killers. It's it's, you know, the one guy who killed one person or, mm-hmm. you know, the the scams, the cults, the you name it. I mean, I mean, I think, but I think the serial killer just some, for some reason, still holds that fascination. I mean, Dahmer, Bundy, Gein, like they, they sell tickets, you know? Yeah, yeah. The heavy hitters. <laughs> they're, they're the heavy hitters. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I don't, I mean, and I don't truly understand why. Like we, you know, people are as obsessed with serial killers uh, as they are over like, you know, Bernie Madoff and Bernie Ebers, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, you know, let's talk about all the corrupt CEOs who have stolen billions of dollars. Like like those guys, I mean, in all reality, Bernie Evers and and Bernie Madoff are probably worse human beings than Ted Bundy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. They just don't have that same frightful allure. <laughs> yeah, well, because all they stole was billions of dollars and yeah. ruined, ruined thousands upon thousands of lives and retirement plans. Right. They, you know, they didn't 
they boring. didn't come, yeah they didn't right. come to your house and stab and kill you yeah you know? yeah it's an argument of what's what's worse and then uh you know what has been popularized yeah and there you go so there should be maybe a documentary on an argument for who's the worst person yeah. <laughs> who are the worst type of people yeah. who's who's worse jeffrey Dahmer. Bernie Madoff. We should do uh, brackets with terrible people. <laughs> Ooh, serial killer bracket. Yeah. <laughs> Did you bring um, it? Not today. Maybe next time. <laughs> Just generate it real fast. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe if like Bernie Madoff and some of those those other guys had like uh, nicknames like the serial killers, they'd be more. They'd be higher up there. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So if if we started calling Bernie Madoff like the Mad Dog, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> might it might add up some more to his uh, profile there. Okay, so we need to start calling corrupt CEOs with like nicknames, like yeah, and then that'll get the, okay. Yeah, so it's the nickname that makes them. Got it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I'll I'll definitely um I'll, I'll agree with those points uh and just add that I think personally for me it's it's like, well, I mean, I'm sure everyone feels this way too. It's just, it's very hard to fathom that another human being can, can do these things. It's just like, it's yeah. real life villains. Well, well, I think it's easy to put yourself in a position where like you could see maybe accidentally killing one person. Yeah. You know, like yeah. a, a car wreck, uh, you know, something happens, mm-hmm. you know, but the idea of like putting yourself in the headspace of where you, actively left your house to hunt and kill another human being right right and And like do it like 50 times right and then to go on about your day as if it's just a normal life right that's a headspace that's much harder to get into absolutely yeah yeah um yeah so what do you guys think about the uh whole like merchandising opportunities with these things is that in poor taste I feel like I might've touched on this in one of the very early media pod smashes, but uh, I mean, obviously I kind of think I know what your answer is going to be, but just out of curiosity. Trading cards. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, I, think it's, I think it all depends on public demand as weird as that sounds. I mean, yeah. if people are against it enough, they'll mm-hmm. make sure that that's not a thing, but otherwise mm-hmm. we live in like a free society. So what about yes. you you personally though do you are you turned off by that idea by the idea of merchandising serial killers yeah so you're talking about like like their own cereal and like trading well, cards and yeah like frisbees sure or even like um i mean like on, let's say on a shirt or something like it's uh in poor taste shirt that says like like women don't mind if I do it like Ted Bundy on the side of a country road and a girl walking down it. Yeah, sure. How about that? Was that, would you draw the line at that? (laughs) I mean, I mean, I'd say it's not funny. I mean, no, that's, I don't think that's funny either. I wasn't laughing at that at all. (laughs) No, no, I know. (laughs) I I didn't say you were, but thanks for throwing that up. Yep. Just Uh, wanted um... to make it clear to the audience that something funny happened in the background. I'm not laughing at that. Uh, I'm laughing uh, because there was was a disclaimer. There was a disclaimer at the beginning. You're good. Right. That's true. <laughs> we're in the we're um, clear. I don't know. I mean, part part of me says it's a free market economy. Mm-hmm. So if if you want to make yourself a a playing card deck of 52 of your favorite serial killers, yeah. There's nothing I can do that would stop me. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think it's in poor taste. Favorite. <laughs> Depends how you market it, right? Because you could you could make um 
a pack of cards for serial killers, but it might be a good start by saying not by omitting the word favorite. Okay. Right. Make, make them educational. Uh, like when they did those deck of cards for like the most wanted terrorists back in the day. Yeah. They had oh that. See, I mean, <laughs> How is that guess... helpful? Like, like kids are going to catch them or something or whatever. They're like Pokemon cards. Hey, there's one right now. Terrorist go, go find the terrorists like outside in your phone app and collect them all. Yeah. Well, someone's be... in this garbage can. I got be him. Dead later. There's a terrorist actually in the garbage can. Oh out. Jesus! Twist. Um, I I mean I think, like I mean that one that one website that I sent you where you got your Jason shirt from. Yeah, yeah. Had a bunch of really poor taste shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, I personally would never buy them. I might look give you a side eye if like I was walking through the mall and saw somebody you know because it's one thing to like read a book or watch a documentary or, or listen to a podcast. Yeah. It's another thing to like, cause I feel like there's a, there's a line between learning and, and like getting into details and really understand or trying to understand it. Sure. And like celebrating it. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I think once you start putting it on a shirt or making trading cards or posters or like, you know, like, like, tchotchkes yeah i think you you've crossed that line you're making it fun and that's fucked yeah. up. yeah, yeah. I, I think i would agree with that i i i, I... jeremy hides his cards underneath his <laughs> mattress right now yeah putting all the prototypes so like, so what do you think about like um like john wayne gacy's art like getting out there into the world mm, like yeah the people sell that like where do you because i think I'm much more okay with like the shirts and that stuff. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't personally buy it, but if you want to more power to you, mm-hmm. I do feel like there's a real problem with serial killer memorabilia. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in terms of like their own personal art that they made, that just makes it a little bit too like humanizing for these guys. Like it's like, well, I mean, I do know there's the law that says they can't profit off of it. So okay. At least there's that, but still, like, yeah, I know just to even like look and admire it is just like, oh, I mean, it would be one thing if I went to the museum and they're like, here's a fucked up painting that you know John Wayne Gacy painted. Okay, that's fucked up. Yeah, but like if I went to like the Chicago Art Museum and like here's the John Wayne Gacy exhibit, I'd be like, oh, okay, hold on now. (laughs) Yeah, this just feels weird. Like this should not be a part of this. Yeah, because um, I do. I do know that there is with on. Well, it's probably not even the dark web. Mm-hmm. I do know in the in the the darker corners of the web mm-hmm. that serial killer memorabilia, not just like a printed T-shirt. Like this is a shirt that uh, one of Ted Bundy's victims was wearing. Oh, this is God. This is a, a you know something that was in Ed Gein's house. This is wow. oh, something that's really that, you know up. <laughs> you know Richard Ramirez owned or you know like yeah. I know that is out there. I know yeah. that the John Wayne Gacy stuff like he painted a lot of paintings. Yeah, I think and I think his paintings are, are part of the reason that that law got put into put into effect because uh. like he killed a shit ton of kids or you know little boys and. Like all of a sudden he started painting in prison and people were like, here's money. Yeah. <laughs> How could you do that and just have them under your house? You know, like 
That's so weird, but I also have a conscience, I guess, but he didn't. But right. Yeah, that's like, part of it. Yeah. Was it his house or his mom's? I forget. His house. His house. Yeah. How could how could you live in there? It must have smelled like shit. Or maybe he didn't spend much time there. Yeah, well, maybe not. He, well, he was married. So oh, oh god. She liked the smell. Oof. That's, That's just so my musk, honey. It's <laughs> just my musk. We're gonna yeah. ma- if they're gonna make this marriage work, you better appreciate my musk. <sighs> Natural scent. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm. Right, Nicholas. Natural yeah. scent. Uh, that's. I mean, I shower every day, so you know the the smell of dead bodies coming from my basement's not me. I mean, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a what, special candle for Halloween. Maybe it would be an off smell to the average person because they're not used to that. So they would be like, "Up, oh, dead bodies." Ah, jeez, you know. Yeah. But right. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I hope to never find myself in a scenario where I like go over to a guy's house and I'm like, Oh God, what is that? 50 dead boys in your basement. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You just hope you never have to wonder. (laughs) All right. Well, I think it's pretty clear then our stance is that we're not really big on the merchandise. Oh, but I think it's a good opportunity now then to uh, move on to our main topic of conversation here. And that is more games. I don't have any more games. What? I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm not a a mad magician here. I love your games. (laughs) Um, All right. So let's, uh, why don't we start with you, Nicholas? What? uh, Okay. Bring Mm. us a serial killer to the table. All right. Mm. The first one I'm bringing to the table for me is one of the only serial killers that actually frightens me. Okay. Because most of the, like, all right, here's how I look at it. I am a six foot one large man who's Mm -hmm. hairy. There is not, to the best of my knowledge, a single serial killer who hunts people that look like me. Right. So I am not a, I'm not at all concerned that I would ever be a victim of a serial killer. But this guy here, uh, scares me okay btk oh good one (laughs) um he only killed 10 people uh but he did it from 1974 to 1991 um what scares me about it is is that most serial killers and the ones that i get to later or even the ones you guys will probably cover once they hit that like ramp up period yeah like the cool down period between victims gets smaller and smaller yeah and like once they get going that's how they get caught that because they get sloppy they got to do it like the compulsion gets there so this guy kills four people in 74 Uh uh-huh three more over the next couple of years and then in 78 starts taunting the media for god knows why um and then goes cold actually gave himself the name btk because really? of the way that he yes because of the way he would he would um bind he would break into the his uh, the people's house bind them torture them for however long he chose to and then kill them mm. bind, torture, so kill. um but from 77 78 didn't kill another person until 85 then he killed like one more in 86 and then went dormant again until 91 dormant. And then from 91 until 2005 did nothing or 2004. Wow. I'm sorry. And then in 04 started taunting the media again. 
because they started assigning some some documentary tried to assign the BTK killings to somebody else and he got all mad about it. Um, <laughs> but had they not caught him yeah. as fast as they did after he started taunting the media again, uh-huh. he was ramping up to start again. So like that guy scares me because a serial killer who has that level of control yeah. over himself and that level of control to just stop yeah. and then go become a leader at a church, have a couple kids, get married, get a job, like just, and then, you know, keep all of that, that what he did compartmentalized it so much that when the FBI showed up to his house to arrest him, yeah. his family literally was like, you're crazy. Dad could never do that. And they're yes. like, yeah, we just found a box of, and he kept souvenirs. Um, and this is why I also know that he only did the 10 because unlike most other serial killers, mm-hmm. like who go to jail for six when they probably did like 70 or like, like a guy like Bundy who like every time he opened his mouth was another lie about how many people he, he killed. I mean, Bundy goes from zero to 200 <laughs> depending on the day and what lie he was telling. Jeez. Um, but, but BTK kept uh, records yeah, like detailed notes and um, a memento from each person that he killed. Wow. Like that guy frightens me because most, like I said, most serial killers don't have that level of, of control. Mm-hmm. And, and so it just, it kind of makes me, that one scares me because like, like I said, you know, I liked the, the idea of like Jeffrey Dahmer who just, he, he, he had a, a type, and, and a victim and he ramped up ramped up ramped up until they were like okay we finally got enough evidence to get this guy right where a guy who can just show up kill a bunch of people and then go dormant for 20 years right there's just no method to that madness at all it's yeah that just, guy that guy frightens me that is very chilling um he he had uh how many kids two Okay. And they didn't one of them actually like write a book or something just recently. Um, okay. Because I mean, I was talking about how, you know, she grew up with the idea of her dad being this one per way, yeah. and this one person. And then all, all of a sudden, like, you know, in a moment, you know, your entire life is shattered because, you know, my dad is this guy, like he's the leader of a church. He's the, I don't know if I, I can't remember what else he did, but like he, he was a little weird, but you know, and then all of a sudden the FBI knocked down your door yeah, and arrest your dad for being BTK, the serial killer. Right. And like that, your just entire life has to shatter at that point. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like how do you, now you, begin now to you have to spend, how do you process that? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's that's uh years yeah, so and I, years I've, and years actually, of fixing. I've actually been tempted to read that book just out of curiosity of like how, how you become like how you come to terms with, with that. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, anything else about BTK you'd like to add before we move on? Uh, no, that's, that's, that's all I got. Okay. So the one I'm going to be bringing to the table here is um, pretty famous one, the Zodiac killer. Um, hmm. Hopefully no, I didn't steal anybody's. No, no. But um, they they made a great film about him. This is going to be like when a person tries to do a book report and like just did the research the night before. <laughs> so if I have any gaps that you want to fill in, feel free. But um, 
I think I've got a pretty extensive list here. So he was, uh, he killed in Northern California in the late sixties. And uh, the identity to this day is still unknown. They have a lot of uh, speculation and some ideas of who they think it might've been, but uh, there's no definitive person that they have pinpointed to this guy. Uh, sent many letters to the police, uh, some of which contain, contain ciphers and coded messages Two still remain uh, unsolved. Uh, mostly it was just taunting them and telling them like, you know, you're never going to catch me, that sort of thing. Uh, now the victims, there's five known, but he claims in one of the letters that there was 37 so it's kind of wild if you think about it. Like there's a lot of cold cases that maybe could be contributed to this guy that uh, were his, or I don't know. It's just a really interesting case. Um, and this, these, the, the five known happened between December 68th and October 69, um, all along Northern California. Uh, he mostly targeted young couples, but there was a cab driver in the mix and, uh, if the 37 is to be believed, there's some other people as well in that mix. And, uh, it's just, yeah, it's just an insane thing because like I said, they don't know who did it. Uh, there's a insane list of potential suspects, but, uh, nothing was ever confirmed. And, um, like I said, there's also a great movie worth checking out about this guy. It's just called Zodiac Robert Downey Jr.'s in it, Jake Gyllenhaal. There's some great actors. So check that one out really sets the tone for the the season but that's my first one i just think it's very uh it's just strange that they were never able to come up with anything concrete and i uh, have a i have a theory on on why they never caught him okay and and it, it's it's all my personal theory i have no idea how accurate it is i think that that guy didn't because he just up and stopped and disappeared Right. And stop sending letters. I think one of two things happened. He died uh-huh. like in an accident, like a car wreck or, or, you know, was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. Or he went to jail for something else and just kept his mouth shut. I could buy that. Cause again, I go back to what I was saying before BTK. Most of these guys don't stop. They don't, they ramp up and they ramp up until they get so sloppy like it's easy to catch them. Right. Right. So it would and, be strange. For, it would be stop, strange yeah. for a guy who, who had this level of sophistication where, you know, it, it's taken, you know, decades to, to, cause they just broke some of the cipher last year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, so, I mean, this is a guy who had some pretty, it, well, at least somewhat intelligent stuff. And, and so for him just to stop, that's why I believe, that he never got caught. He died in a car wreck or something. Sure. Yeah. You know, and, and, you know, obviously, you know, nobody's going to look into a guy who died, you know, or, you know, he was walking through Walmart and dropped dead of a heart attack, you know, yeah. you're not, yeah. you're not, you're not going back to that guy's house going, is this guy a Zodiac? Ah, no. All right. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's the, those two definitely seem plausible. Um, and the, the last thing I'll say about him is uh, recently they were trying to, take some DNA from some of the stamps on some of the letters that he had sent. But as of September, there's, I think it was September, 2020 or 2021, maybe even as recently as then they still haven't gotten results back from that. So I don't know. That's all I got for that one. So 
Very cool. And yeah, you know, Nicholas, maybe he already got his comeuppance. Yeah. Maybe he died. Well, how old would that guy be now? Probably. Well, that's the thing. Like, I mean, you've got to assume that a guy who, I mean, well, if he was killing in the late sixties and, you know, he was a, you know, teenager, mid twenties at the time, he, he's, I guess he could still be alive. Technically. Yeah. (laughs) He'd be, he'd be older. I mean, well, cause my dad's 75. So Mm -hmm. Yeah. He was he was that young at best, or do we know he was that young? We have no, I mean, we don't even know. We, I mean, okay, so we're it, saying he, he could him, have been like in his 40s scenario. for all we know when he was doing the kill, right? So, could it have been it a woman? Could, it, I was about to say that it could have been a woman, sure. Let's not be sexist here <laughs> or a transgender person. Oh, hey, hey don't be bringing that in, <laughs> cut that out, Jeremy. You can't even mention it. <laughs> yeah, Nicholas, come on. <laughs> We're trying to appeal to a larger audience here. Uh, we just boosted our uh, listening audience by point yeah. zero three percent. Yeah, three percent with that inclusive comments. So. I mean, everybody's capable of doing it. Let's not rule yeah, out. Yeah, everyone can be oh, a monster. I, I was, I was being insensitive. Yeah. Let <laughs> other people kill people, Nicholas. <laughs> Don't Jeez. let white guys have all the fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For real. All but right. that is interesting. Um, and yeah, I mean, that person dying in a car accident makes more sense because why would they have stopped? Right. Why? Why would they just especially finish? if they were spending that much time taunting the media and the cops and they're yeah. having so much fun. And right. you look at the serial killers, they like they like they they burn out, they flame out, like they just go crazy until they get caught. Yeah. So I mean yeah. this guy probably did just die from like some chance thing. Yeah. And nobody knew that he was the bad person. He, she they this them i don't know yeah. whatever whoever it was yeah we don't have to clear that up anymore right <laughs> <laughs> some person yeah of any kind of gender slash thing the world may never know okay let's, so <laughs> what did you bring us ryan <laughs> let's sure 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 uh so i tried to avoid like the top serial killers um because, you know, there, I mean, we've all seen tons of stuff about them, right? Right. Um, so, and uh, I don't know if you guys have heard any of these. Um, so I just picked a few. Uh, so first one is a woman. Uh, her name was Eileen Wernos. Okay. That, Wernos. that sort of rings a bell, but. Have you heard of her, Nicholas? Yeah, yeah that's uh, that Charlie's there on Movie Monster. Oh. Yes. Uh, so why don't I give my really pathetic synopsis of her and then. I'd, I mean, Nicholas, I'd love to hear about that because I actually haven't seen the film. I feel like I should have watched it because I picked her, but um, that is really interesting. It's, it's is okay. it not good? It's not good. It, well, she won an Oscar for it, but... It's not as good as the Zodiac Killer movie? No. Oh, okay. Well, winning an Oscar, though, it's, I mean, that's kind of cool. Uh, anyway, I'll just get through this and then we'll see uh, You know what other notes we have on her. But um, I kind of feel bad, too, because uh, the other two guys I have, I have like double the notes i must have just like <laughs> she doesn't forgot. get her time in the spotlight <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe what i have of her sums her up enough so anyway i'll just i'll just go ahead here um, okay so uh you know typical stuff she was abused as a child and uh uh she had a really rough life terrible shitty life um earned her living as a sex worker was found guilty of killing six men and was later executed in a florida prison 
she was sexually abused and thrown over home as a teen. Um, she made her living along the Florida highways, uh, which is interesting. Um, and basically she killed men that she picked up working as a sex worker. Um, she killed a dude in 1989 was when she started. And then she killed five other men and was eventually caught convicted and placed on death row. Um, her sanity was questioned. Of course, why wouldn't it be? Um, and she was executed by lethal injection in 2002. Um, she had the movie monster made about her, um, and then documentaries, books, and an opera, apparently. Wow. Um, I've never even heard of her. So, uh, I mean, good on her, I guess. Oh, God, I, I, uh, good it's really her. the word choice. The word choice is like, big shout out. What that a was legacy. sarcasm. Everyone listening sarcasm. They were matter, warm. right. They can cut that soundbite out and put it on CNN and go, look what he said. Jesus. Um, <laughs> Anyway, um, then I have a little section here um, adding to, you know, why was she a messed up person? So, you know, people always have like the humanizing aspect of what made them so messed up. Uh, so her father killed himself uh, while he was serving prison time for child molestation. Uh, her mother abandoned her um, and her older brother, Keith, uh, when they were younger, leaving them to be raised by their grandparents. And apparently her grandmother was really shitty uh she was allegedly an alcoholic and the uh, grandfather was a terrifying uh, abusive asshole um so you know not not such a great support system there uh she claimed later in life that she was sexually abused by her grandfather and had sexual relations with her brother this sounds eerily similar to like the some of the plot in the girl the dragon tattoo um but she had a much better, happier ending in that fictional story than uh, this person. Yeah. Um, and also, she was pregnant in her early teens, and the infant boy was given up for adoption. This is just getting sad. Um, but <laughs> I mean, to say the least, right? I'm like getting depressed. Happy uh, Halloween. Yeah, right. Happy <laughs> Halloween, everyone. Um, uh, and then here's the, we'll, we'll leave it off with this. So there's more. It's like, you're like, holy shit, there's more. Um, she was forced out of her home to live in the woods oh, during her geez. adolescence. That's terrible. So she like lived kind of like a, I mean, like a hobo. I don't know if she actually had a residence when she was older, maybe a rundown apartment, but um, like, you know, it's like you're a product of your environment. And I mean, I mean, it seems like a more likely situation that someone would have a potential outcome of this with such an awful life. I mean, you know, like, what are you, what are you supposed to base a, a good conscience, a good moral fiber off of, unless you're incredibly lucky and just have like a very strong, like willpower in mind. So, um, yeah, six guys though. So, I mean, she's not uh, a heavyweight in the, right trading card serial killer industry but uh you know she should have she should have one she's ever yeah she'll she's be so... like 329 on well, the upper right corner of number serial killer sure sure <laughs> <laughs> so i mean there there is no like there's no playbook there's no like this is how you create a serial killer mm. but if you you had a like a general plot or general outline of like here's how you could the first thing you're going to do is uh 
start sexually molesting the, them as children yeah. and then have a shitty parent or parents um, because most serial killers become ob- ob- like really obsessed with their mother in a way that's not common. Um, but you, you have, you know, a lot of them have their fathers taken out or their fathers are the ones that were doing the molesting. Like you have one or both parents that don't provide that level of like morality to mm-hmm. begin with. And when, when, you know, like if you like, cause obviously there are hundreds, if not thousands of kids who get molested and don't become serial killers. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. Um, so there needs to be that extra added, like, you know, sugar or that spice that gets thrown in there yeah. to, to like kick you over the edge. And I mean, a lot of, a lot of them, um, in fact, my next one has, has inappropriate or, and not inappropriate, like sexual, not every time relationships with their mothers. Okay. Yeah. The mother, the mother relationship seems to be the tipping point for a lot of these guys. Um, yeah. but like with Eileen Warnos, like clearly, like you pointed it out, like her dad was in jail for sexual, you know, uh, crime, child molestation, yeah. child molestation and, and he killed himself. Her mother apparently was just a piece of shit mm-hmm. and, and, you know, passed him off to the grandparents who were pretty bad in themselves. If you can believe her. And then, you know, she's out on her own. I know she tried to claim, uh, like, like there's this, there was this movement that tried to be like, she's not that bad. Oh my um, God. Because it's like her uh... claim, yeah, her, their claim was that, or before she was executed, she tried to claim that like all of the guys that she killed uh, sexually assaulted her and it was just self-defense. And it's like, all right, well, first off, how many times can you put yourself in a scenario where you get, uh, sexually assaulted where, you know, killing is the only answer. Right. right. That's It'd some be common. Luck. It'd be more common, you would think. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know, that's but... just you actively looking for it to be, to, to be a killer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, so, you know, I don't know. I mean, you know, and like, like, you know, like I said, most serial killers can't be believed. So, yeah. you know, there are some of them that, you know, take careful notes and, there are other ones who uh, just lie about everything. Yeah. It's so fucked up. <laughs> That's a like, really good point. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Jeremy. Sorry. Well, I was just going to say, like, they have the ability to just, like, give you instant closure if they wanted to, but they just drag people along and, like, have such fun with it. It's, it's really chilling. Well, it's, it's odd. Like, they have such a fascination with death and ending other people's lives, but when it comes down to, like, okay, it's time for you to get executed, they're like, oh, 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 oh hold on now. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you some other things. Yeah. I don't want to die. Yeah. Like you got no problem killing everybody, but you, <laughs> you yourself don't want to die. Got it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, you know, like sex addiction and stuff, or like just that feeling of power that, that you control whether or not someone lives or ends. Um, I think it's definitely appealing to those people who are sick. Um, who, you know, have just, a, a not a very good moral fiber, you know, it's not mm-hmm. a very big deal to them. You know, like they do interviews of people in prison who are there for, uh, multiple murders and stuff like that. And they're always just like very nonchalant, usually pleasant or something. And they're just like kind of dead eyed yeah, like looking through you and stuff like that. Um, but you know, emotion is powerful. And I think, uh, 
people who are molested or abused, um, whether it's physical or emotional, I think it's always going to be coming onto the emotional end. Um, that stuff is really powerful and somewhere deep down, even in children, like they know when something is really wrong and some stuff you can't undo. And some stuff is just so messed up that like, it just really twists somebody into really feeling like less than scum. And when you get someone like that, who doesn't feel like they have any control over their own life when they're young and their formidable years. And then when they get older and they see, uh, you know, that they can, get a rush out of making somebody else even more miserable than they yeah, were. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that they feel that sense of empowerment, you know? Right. Right. That's, um, I mean, it's, it's all over the place. It's not like that's the recipe. Right. But um, it's interesting. It's really, really interesting. Um, you know, in Jeremy, you said earlier, why do people like serial killers or like find them fascinating? And mm -hmm. um, some people just like to be scared. Yeah. So it's, it's right. fascinating. Like you love Halloween. You like scary movies. So you know, uh, serial killers are scary. So, I mean, that's another reason to, you know, have an interest in it. Uh, not yeah. a morbid interest, but like, a, like curiosity. You know, it's, it's human. Uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just human curiosity. It's like, you know, you learn about history and you learn about bad people. And, you know, like they've done things like understand, try to like the FBI and whatever other agencies try to under, get, the, get in the mind of these guys, the headspace mm -hmm. of these guys. Like a Ted Bundy, didn't he get interviewed extensively by federal right. authorities? Yeah, he to did. Learn but the, about the, the, the problem stuff? with the problem with Ted Bundy is that he, he was such a pure sociopath mm. that it, it was damn near impossible to trust anything that he said. <laughs> yeah. He was a dick. Because, because he would, he got, um, Dr. James Dobson from the focus on the family people, like he had them totally believing like the whole reason he became a serial killer was because he was addicted to porn. Right. So stupid. And, and, you know, that was, that just, I mean, that played into to what Dobson had to say because that was our, not necessarily <clears throat> Dobson's Dobson already had an anti-porn message. So it was really easy for him to adopt the like right. look, you know, but at the same time, then he'd turn around and tell the FBI something else. Mm -hmm. And, and you know, Bundy really, like I said, he went from saying like he was a victim and he didn't, he was being set up and he didn't kill anybody to claiming he killed over 200. Like he was taking credit for stuff that they knew he didn't do. Right. Like, so it, it you know, like, so it's it's re you this the psychologist really had a hard time picking out what exactly that man was was really i mean there's dna evidence and there's enough evidence to convict him of certain crimes but it's hard to give him everything because he he would he would tell the truth one minute and then say ha ah, i was just kidding i lied about that yeah and then lie about something else and then go back so you never knew what he was actually telling the truth about Jeez, that's just really strange. Yeah, that's crazy. I think the key takeaway there is don't listen to people like that because yeah. they're messed up. Um, and he was just crazy. Uh, yeah. The documentaries they've done on him were really good, really fascinating. But he was absolutely nuts. I mean, you know, like that saying, someone cries wolf. I mean, when a guy's full of shit, you just ignore him. But I mean, that's hindsight bias because, you know, like all this stuff is sort of fluid and they didn't know he was the guy, you know, the whole time. And he was on trial, of course. Um, mm -hmm. But they seemed like they, when they finally got him and he like represented himself and all this crazy <laughs> shit, like it seemed like they had him like with the, 
the they almost got him with the little girl in the van or whatever um but yeah. then of course well, but they got was, him at the university thing so he was he was so charismatic and he was kind of good looking and like you know like he got away with some of it because you know well that that guy doesn't look like a killer like right you know and and he he you know when you're a true sociopath you can get a certain level of person on your side yeah and you're like you know like you you know how to turn on the charm and get people on your side and then you know it just it's just you know in uh in silence of the lambs was it a direct reference to bundy when um buffalo bill had that chick come over and like help him with the car because he's trying to load something in do you guys remember that part um, vaguely really, but i mean it no. probably was because wasn't bundy was the one who would put on the fake cast and like yeah. approach yeah he did like the the famous one was at a beach and like yeah i think the chicks lived or something yeah it's or ran away everybody. i don't remember he got a few that him. way and some of them ran away but like you know yeah. like here's a semi-attractive guy with a cast like oh come help me and then whack you know, back of the car, and then he'd take them off and rape them and kill them. Jesus. And, you know. Why do you need it? Like, was he, was it surfboards? It, it kind of like, what is the thing? And it's like, if a guy asked me to help him do something weird, it's like, I, he has a broken arm and he, like, he came to go one arm surfing. Like, I don't know. That, I guess that's not that suspicious, but I would just think that person's annoying, like, at first glance. <laughs> like, what the hell are you doing here? Like, heal up, you jerk. Or bring a friend. Yeah, don't yeah. have my good time on the beach. <laughs> Fucking don't ask for my generosity. <laughs> it was a different time where you could be lured in by a serial killer a lot easier. That's right. But thanks to him, now we're all like locking our doors and <laughs> now we're more careful. Hitchhikers and yeah, That's right. And that is where we're gonna stop this week. Join us next week for part two of Serial Killers. Media pod smash off.